that I have, I have an important message to deliver to all the cute people all over the world. If you're out there and you're cute, maybe you're beautiful, I just want to tell you something. There's more of us ugly motherfuckers than you are. Hey, so watch out.
Well, it took a little research, but I found it. Remember I told you I always wanted to play with Frank Zappa? And, uh, well, you know, it was quite devastating for me when he passed away because I never even got a chance. Uh, I wanted to play drums for him. Um, well, it turns out that I did wind up getting on to a Frank Zappa album. And it's the Frank Zappa album entitled Guitar. And it's on the second track called Republicans. And it was recorded in Philadelphia in November of 1984. The musicians were Frank Zappa, of course, and Ike Willis, Ray White, Bobby Martin, Alan Zavod, Scott Thunes, and Chad Wackerman. I remember the show well because before he recorded the song, he asked everyone to um, be quiet because he was going to be recording it and putting it on the album. Well, I couldn't help myself and I just really let out an obnoxious whistle um, that I'm very familiar with, in fact, and, <laughs> and you'll hear it twice. Um, so, no, is there any way I can prove that's my whistle? I, I don't know, maybe there could be some forensic way of... Uh, figuring that out but I do know my whistle and I remember being there very well in Philadelphia to see that show in 84 and uh, I remember him saying he was going to record and almost feeling a little dickish that I was whistling but <laughs> while he was trying to record so that is the closest I got to um playing with Frank Zappa, but I got to be on one of his albums. <laughs> Check it out.
You know, when I was pursuing rock stardom, there were no cell phones that you could take pictures and didn't really carry a a, uh, a camera with you. I mean, there's maybe a person in the room that had a camera, but that's just not typically what you would have with you. So I really didn't get to chronicle much of my rock stardom. However, there more and more is starting to surface from the analog world into the digital world, um, which is always really cool. And um, one of those little findings is playing with Jesse and the Molesters. And uh, this was recorded at Jesse Loya's studio in Los Angeles, California, sometime in the late 1980s. Jesse Loya is on guitar and vocals. Clayton Goldstein is on harp. Uh, he was the Baltimore Oriole mascot bird. <laughs> uh, and then I was on bass. Yours truly was playing bass. And then Hampton Flanagan was on drums. It was with Jesse and the Molesters that we uh, got to play in the VIP lounges in Los Angeles and um, and it's with Jesse that I got to play with Axl Rose and Billy Idol and Jason Bonham and a whole bunch of others that I'm sure I um, don't really recall or didn't even realize who I was playing with at the time. So without further ado here is me playing with Jesse and the Molesters back in the good old <laughs> 1980s. One, two, one, two, three.
that self-biographical journey down memory lane. The reason I wanted to go to music school after I'd already done music school um, is I went to learn how to play jazz bass. And I wanted to learn how to play jazz bass so I can do be a cover, you know, play cover tunes, and specifically, I wanted to go on a cruise ship, uh, you know, move to Hawaii, play bass for a cover band, probably a jazz slash Hawaiian cover band, um, on a cruise ship or something. And then at night, I could like play punk rock, and uh, during the days, um, you know, play on the uh, cruise ships. Uh, I never sort of went quite that far, but I did join a jazz band and played a little bit of jazz in Hawaii. So uh, this is that. It's called Junk Jazz, appropriately named. But it's pretty good. Check it out.
Resonance is key. As you do it more and more, you open up that door and bring tears of joy to every girl and boy. Only a few things get better with age, and a voice is one of them. I believe it's the French that say, Viva les inquiets.
good man it's reef from medicine remixed i am speechless no words after that call in that is likely top three all time i have to say you know i will say one thing if there's anything that that bubblegum rap had it was integrity integrity radio much love man Hope you have an awesome day. Talk to you soon. Peace. You know, there's two things that I just, I'm not into. Rap music and doctors. Well, that's before I found Medicine Remix. All the way, all the way. and remix. Hit it. checked out your podcast episodes the first show i i haven't checked out the second one yet but and of course i'm always keeping abreast of your most recent um segments and i i really love them you know i think uh, uh but of course you know i like random i like i like left field as far left right up down I like going in all kinds of different directions. Um, So the more you cater to that sort of behavior, (laughs) the more you will appeal to my sorts. Um, (coughs) I'm not quite sure how appealing that is to others. I know people are really into themes, but not me. I love random. Keep it up. Us humans are a fine mix of ignorance and arrogance now, aren't we? Yes, I think that's uh, true. That some part of the population is indeed ignorant and arrogant in certain areas. But I would like to believe also that um, the majority of us human beings uh, have enough humility to know what we don't know and choose 
are not to be arrogant, but just acknowledge that there are things, certain things that we don't know. And there is that, I would like to believe, smaller part of uh, us humans who consciously or unconsciously are just ignorant because they don't even know that they don't know. So I try to be, take a positive look. Zvi, thank you very much for pointing that out. Yes, we have to have compassion for people that don't know that they don't know. And this can include a large group of people, not just uneducated people. In fact, any well-educated person can tell you the more you learn, the more you find out that you don't know. And I think we probably stand together in that every person has a bit of oh what do you call it rarity that we're all responsible for nurturing within ourselves and within other people so that we can communicate that rarity and better see the whole picture because none of us can see the whole picture none of us can understand it all science can we all collectively can but I only stand knowing how much I don't know, which, which is massive. I don't know so many things. But there are some things that I do know, and then there are some things that kind of make sense. There are some connecting of the dots and putting together the pieces. I've always said... You cannot... Now, Svi, I hope you call in and finish what you were saying because I'm not sure if I'm speaking uh, and resonating with what you were saying, and I really want to be clear on that. So, again, thank you, Svi, for calling in. I'll actually call into your channel uh, just in case you missed this. Aloha. Hi, Svi, this is Z, and I responded to you on my station, but... Luckily, I have a better, clear idea to present to you uh, for your station, and that is the compassion. Because we were talking about compassion for other people in their within their ignorance and arrogance, uh, but I think you were also speaking about ignorance and arrogance that we all have. And yes, I was speaking with that, but I believe and I agree with you that you're speaking about having compassion even towards yourself compassion towards your own ignorance and your own arrogance and i agree this is an important element of what it means to be human aloha hey everybody z here i just called into patrick station to um to switch my views on the origins of spirituality. Yesterday I hypothesized that science and technology um, came first and then was extrapolated and convoluted into religion or spirituality. 
this view being contrary to Randy's view that spirituality was our first attempt into understanding the world around us. I am now going to have to backpedal a bit and agree more with the amazing Randy. And this is the reason why. I'll look it up and uh, get some more information for you on this. But the reptilian brain. Yes, spirituality, religion is actually connected to the reptilian part of the brain, which is the very early part of the human brain. So, in light of new evidence, I must change my perspective and views on this. Anybody out there remember what that reptilian brain is called? That re not the hippocampus, but the the amygdala, uh, the amygdala, the what is it called? The indigata, the vita. Well, there goes the value of understanding versus believing. I don't believe, or rather I try not to believe for too long. Understanding is key. And then my understanding will always be open to any new evidence. Hello, Luna. You look very happy for a dog that's about to get a bath. I know, there's an evil Polaris in there. Yeah. So, I may have mentioned this before, but it stands repeating, even if I have said it before. And that is, it's very interesting raising children, because the problems that they have, the overall problems that kids have, it seems to be the same problem that adults have, which is always forgetting to turn on the brain just doing things without thinking about them so it's, it's certainly not a problem exclusive to children but uh, they are a microcosm of the uh, of the problem <laughs> Ronnie got me an old Victrola so I could play all of my glass albums I think Victrolas are the coolest thing ever. No electricity, just a glass disc and a needle. I'm gonna play for you Hula Hula Dream Girl. The album was made in Camden, New Jersey by Victor Records.
what's up, Z. I'll tell you what. One thing I think I've learned about you than anything, maybe your your most quoted line is, uh, where's the proof? Where's the evidence? You know, and I'm a theist, and I certainly have a very similar way of looking at the world. Like, shoot, if you're going to believe something, it should be provable. And like... Uh, like Gru says in Despicable Me, you know, evidence, you know, it's a, it's kind of a big deal. So I went back in the archives. I pulled out some of the uh, material that I've used to kind of define the existence of God. And I wanted to submit it to you. Not that I imagine you'll agree with me, but I wanted to see if you could disprove my proof. So here we go. Hey, Kurt Z here, and I, of course, welcome your views on God, religion, spirituality, and all that. However, uh, I'd like to make a clear distinction between the meaning, perhaps subjective meaning of God, and objective proof that there is such a thing. Because we could postulate all day long about the meaning of God. And I really don't have any arguments with people's meanings of God. But no one in 2,000 years, in 200,000 years of religious or spiritual belief, have been able to prove that there is a God. All right, Kurt, I look forward to hearing your oh let's call it rebuttal yes that's a nice proper word is it not rebuttal <laughs> what well, you don't know what rebuttal is no what's rebuttal is when you rebuke something so like if you say that coffee cup is purple and i and i would rebuke you i'd say that coffee cup is not purple it's green oh right that's that's what a rebuttal would be so uh so yeah, Kurt is um, rebuttaling. I think he's rebuttaling me. Or maybe he's just adding to. Well, let's find out. Bill T. Yeah. You got food in your mouth. <laughs> you know, I'm getting impatient. I, I was hoping uh, Kurt would have an immediate rebuttal ready, but I guess he probably had better things to do. And he'll probably get back to it. So, I'm going to give my evidence of God. You ready? Yeah. Have you ever heard me talk about evidence of God? Probably. Probably. <laughs> well, do you remember anything? <laughs> no. Well, then, chances are you haven't heard me give evidence of God. Because I think my evidence for God is probably the strongest that I've ever heard, if I shall say so myself. Um, there's a few, but I, I, I don't know if I'll be able to remember them all. But the main one is this. Dumb people. Dumb people would be the main evidence for God, for me. Because... There are people that can walk across a busy highway and not bother looking one way or the other. They could even have their brains off and their eyes closed. 
and they survive. In fact, they, they go through their entire lives like that, where they're not really paying attention, and they're just walking into the middle of um, a hellstorm and completely come out unscathed. Now, I'm not talking about soldiers and battle and all that. Um, no, I'm just talking about everyday folk walking around being stupid, being all stupid, and living for years and years. I, they even get to ripe old ages. Now, me, that doesn't work for me. And I don't know, maybe it's because uh, I've lost my faith. And uh, now I have to look left and right, even when I'm not in the middle of a highway. I have to dot my I's and I have to cross my T's. God hates smart people. He only likes dumb people. Oh, I don't know about that. You know, I think um, there there are a lot of intelligent, if not genius people out there that uh, believe in God. Now, if God believes in them is, a, is another story. So what are you talking about? Your belief? Flying spaghetti monsters. Okay, that's your belief? Yeah. Okay. I suppose that your proof of the flying spaghetti monster is the fact that there is such a thing as spaghettis. Spaghetti? Mm-hmm. There is such a thing as flying. Uh, yeah, but monster, I don't know if there is such a thing as monster, so, but, you know, you are batting two, two out of three, which isn't bad. Monster well, most is, religions, like alive. Most religions don't even get that far, so, uh... How about alive? Alive? Flying spaghetti, alive person. <laughs> flying spaghetti guy. Yeah, flying spaghetti guy. <laughs> So anyway, I can't remember the other reasons. I, I'm pretty sure I had at least two, maybe even three, but I did get out the first one. If I can remember the other two, I'll chime in on those as well. So what's your proof? Or are you just happy and content with believing? This is really not a right or wrong, uh, true or false type of question. What's that again? Only flying spaghetti monsters are right. Well, there you have it. Is there a church that is based on flying spaghetti monster? I believe there is. You could probably even uh, look them up. The flying spaghetti monster FSM, I think it's called. FSM. Dot, FSM. Yeah, dot com or dot net or something like that. FSMchurch.com. Yeah. No, I think it's just FSM. I, I, I actually think there is, yeah, there is a church. There is a Church of Bacon, too, but you oh know that. Oh, my God. Yeah, church of Bacon. That's real. So. Well, bacon is real. It's offensive to some, though. Yeah, I don't think the Jews like bacon. Welcome to Lulu Island.
Seafoozy Integrity Radio. This is Chad Sifu chiming in. It's been a while. Right. Religion and deceit. You know what I think is um kind of uh deceitful is that Some religious people may actually fully think that what they're trying to say to others is the truth. In other words, they don't even know they're deceiving other people because they don't even know themselves are deceived. Chat out. All right. So here it goes. The first question that has to be considered is, does our universe have a beginning to its existence? And the only real answer to that is yes, it would have to, because according to the laws of thermodynamics, entropy is constantly increasing. And if there was no beginning, we would already be in a state of permanent total entropy and so here's the argument that which begins has to have a cause the universe began to exist therefore the universe has to have a cause and that is the foundational element for the logic behind God so if the universe has a cause which we can establish that it does, then an uncaused creator of the universe exists. And implicitly, whatever that creative force is, it exists outside of the paradigm of the universe and would assumedly be beginningless, changeless, immaterial, spaceless, and obviously enormously powerful. And I would assert that that creative force that brought the earth into being is God. Now, we could debate, of course, then on, you know, a personal God, a, a someone that can be known and all those things. But I believe that an existence of a God is irrefutable on that basis. So I'm super pumped that only took two call-ins. Um, I'm excited to hear your response, but that is my argument for how we can determine that God exists, and that is that the universe had a beginning, and that whatever caused that had to have a beginning, and whatever caused that had to have a beginning. So at some point, something without cause had to be the creative force behind the creation of the things that made all the things. And so if you think that there's a good way that we can disprove that, then I'm really excited to hear it. I'm very interested in your response. But I think that that essentially proves that there is something that made it all happen. So in conclusion, I understand that, you know, that there's no... Um, there's no room in there for what kind of God he is or whether he's a personal God, the Christian God, the Muslim God, 
I'm not making any assertions on that basis. Only that there is a creative force that caused the universe and that creative force is what I would refer to as God. Hey, I'm tight up for it. Let's let's Zulu let's Zulu now. Let's cut to the chase. Um, I hope the wife likes the uh, likes the the track. And um, yeah, I'm. That's what really like lights me up is cre the creative collaboration. So, and I really love your style. Um, I feel as though we're quite in simpatico, in fact, in our um, <sighs> tastes and leanings, you know, like um, stylistically, I suppose. Like I, I think, I don't, I don't know if I've mentioned this, like I ha I've been so busy, but uh, some of your tracks are just uh, like a transcendent. I, I was with my friend Kate the other night and uh, – I was going through like giving her examples and we got to a track I'd put up I hadn't had a chance to listen to because you'd been so generous and I listened to it and I was just like wow hey everybody Z here it's been a long day and I didn't really have it very much time for anchoring today and so I wasn't able to get to um, Kurt's uh, response and I will respond to Kurt and uh, um, yeah all right well just a short note sweet dreams integrity radio <laughs>